Feliz Año Nuevo. Año Nuevo. Año. Happy New Year, tells podcast listeners. This is Boosie and Andrew. Andrew plays poker and Boosie just hangs out with poker players, I guess. <laughs> you have a you have a very big mixed bag of jobs and roles. You wear many hats in this operation. I mean, in just this podcast situation. You're a poker player, and I want to talk to you yeah. about poker and love. <laughs> and that's why we're here. I think that's okay. a good thing. We need to tell people why we're here. Yeah, I, I agree. That's a good idea. Um, poker and love. Yes, we tackle some really serious relationship questions okay. on this podcast. I guess we're the only place where that's happening out there in the world, probably, so. where people are talking about poker and love. Exactly. So this is, uh, you come to the right place if you're looking for discussion on poker and love. Congratulations. Welcome. Thanks. Brand new year. Andrew reached 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you for everybody who asked their grandmas and grannies to subscribe to the channel. Grandmas and grannies, yes. <laughs> Whatever you call your grandmother. Thanks for asking her. Um, it happened on Christmas Day. It did, yeah. So that allowed for a nice little uh, tweet to be written, you know? It's nice when the <laughs> stars align. You can craft the perfect tweet Yeah. about Santa leaving a nice little present under the tree. <laughs> <laughs> so what did your tweet say? Something like that. I don't know. Santa left you another present under the tree? Found one last hidden present, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but yeah, that's, I'm pretty happy about that one. I'm just going to soak it in. I'll, maybe I'll release my next vlog in like June or something. <laughs> just enjoying the yeah. 100,000 subscribers. Just going to celebrate from the first six months of the year. Not work at all. Oh, interesting. Are you worried about that? Um, <sighs> if I were to do that? No, I'm no? not worried. Hmm. Why should I be worried? That mm. you'll be depressed or something? Yeah, or like unproductive for the family unit. Do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right, boys. Find yourself one of these. <laughs> Living the dream over here. I mean, you can't make anybody do anything. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you know that like I'm pretty eager to get back to work and uh, there is some work happening. Yeah. Tell us about the work that's happening. We're going to the Bahamas. And when I say we, I mean I am. Yeah. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, speak going. for yourself. I am not going to the Bahamas. I think you should be coming with me now, now that I think about it. You uninvited me to the Bahamas. I said, am I coming with you to the Bahamas? Oh, no, I'll be so busy. I don't think so. <laughs> I did not say, oh, no, first of all. And second of all, you had your own concerns about what you were going to do the entire time. Yeah, and I can't work because the internet would probably be shit. So... Well, for your needs, yeah, it might be. I mean, I do know that like people have been on the Sunday grind online down there and stuff, but you need that fast, fast internet for your needs. Yeah, but the truth is he uninvited me to the Bahamas. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but anyway, I'm going solo. Uh, so yeah, there's, uh, there's some work that's happening as of uh, this, what, Saturday? Saturday, I'm going. So yeah, I'm a little uh, terrified, to be honest with you. Well, it's so terrifying. The beaches? Um, no, nothing about the island itself, oh. but uh, it's a big tournament happening. Is this the biggest tournament you've ever played? Yeah, it is. 
by a factor of 2.5. Oh, because main event is $10,000. Exactly. Exactly. You did that math pretty relatively quick. Oh, this is very difficult (laughs) math, isn't it? (laughs) Okay, so now what do you think the impact will be on your mental state? We're supposed to talk about your feelings, if you remember from the last podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, but your feelings are when just after you have a a bad session, we had to sit down and record a podcast. We did? That's what we said we would do to get your true feeling about losing and your thoughts about it. Okay, well, we'll have to do that next time. But I digress. Okay, so how are you preparing for the leap in dollars? So Andrew's playing a $25,000 tournament. That's right. And the highest buy-in tournament you played is $10,000. Yes. Okay. So how are you going to manage this mental leap? Well, preparation. The preparation that I've been doing is uh, trying to hit the books. Nice. Get my study on. Mm-hmm. Good first start. Yeah, good first start. It's a little bit risky because you don't want to like cram a bunch of stuff in the week before you are going to play a big tournament and then hope to like execute all these like new concepts and everything there has to be like some sort of a balance between like taking in information and also just playing your game that you are comfortable with and not trying to get like super fancy and yeah like i said execute all these new things and ideas that have entered into your brain as a very late i do think it's helpful though to uh you know stay sharp and i'm i don't i don't think i'm planning on playing any poker sessions this week prior to i mean maybe but probably not just because just enjoying the uh, both the holidays and the study and all that stuff. Very nice. So, do you think you can make a study vlog so people can see you studying or something? Just that see can me. be the can that be interesting? That would just be me sitting there watching a video on the chair on a couch. You can't make that interesting content. No, probably not. Okay, so preparation for your Bahamas trip on the weekend. Your birthday's coming up too. Lots of things happening in this week how do you feel about your upcoming trip around the sun the beginning of your trip around the sun Mm, i guess i haven't really been like thinking about it too much just because there's all this other stuff going on but uh it's my last year my 30s (laughs) that seems important and devastating you know (laughs) i'm sorry i'm not supposed to be laughing um last year of your 30s yeah that's something that's happening gray hair is coming in gonna be 40 soon how does that make you feel worried that i'm dying oh that's a bit somber look (laughs) outlook on life well it is true but doesn't that make you anxious if you think that you are dying it's a very stressful thought my heart just contracted well, we're all dying Chest anyway. Though. Just tightened. Aren't we? Sure. We're all dying eventually. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't, the way we look at death is kind of odd, right? But I guess it depends on your perspective of life and death. Because mm-hmm. I think then if you think that when you die from this life, that's it, then approaching death or the imminent death can seem quite terrifying. So what do you think? I don't think we die. Okay, that's good news. Like, I mean, obviously you, you're you no longer in this physical form, but so, I don't think that's where the journey ends. Okay, good. Something happens? Yeah. Thank what God. exactly? Uh-uh. That's 
that's a story for another day. Well, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a I was I was a guest on another podcast this uh, like a week ago or something, whenever that was, um, called the New Age Influencers Podcast or something, mm. which I might have gone with a different title, but I wasn't asked. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Shout out to Aaron uh, Patton, who hosts the the show. Just the term influencer, not really the... Not your kind of... The least cringy word I could have come up with. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was a cool chat. We talked mostly about uh, blogging and all that stuff. Um, Why did I bring this up? Dying. Death. Did you talk about death on this podcast? No, (laughs) definitely not. I totally forgot why I brought it up. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm getting old, you guys. I told you. 39. This is what happens. Yay me. <laughs> Wait, why did I bring it up? I mean, we were talking about whether the death in this body is the end. And you said, and I said, I don't think so. And you said, okay, this is good. And then you brought up the podcast. I totally forgot. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I think you better start eating more... I had a I had a good point too. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, sorry about that to everybody. Never mind. <laughs> I promise it wasn't just a free shout out for the pod, that other podcast. Mm. Our competitor, not really. <laughs> It'll come to me, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think even if that's the only way to, because we could all be wrong, right? There could be something after death, or there could be nothing. But having the view that this death in this body is not the end at least allows you to maybe not be so obsessed yeah with exactly death. i just remembered why i brought it up so mm. he asked me what uh there was like a rapid fire round of questions and he said what is your biggest fear and uh i said tornadoes okay <laughs> i mean they're, they're pretty scary right yeah um but yeah i think my actual truest realist biggest fear is uh there's nothing after death oh why why is that so scary? What would that mean? Like yeah. eternal nothingness. That sounds pretty brutal. You know? But it depends on how you look at it. Why? Because you I mean obviously it's not gonna matter in the moment and the forever moments because you don't There will be nothing. It. But it sucks for now to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean that's what I'm saying. Whether you're right or wrong in what you think about the afterlife, I would make it the most pleasant so that it doesn't steal from this current experience, right? Because sometimes if you're so... You mean just like trick yourself into thinking that or hoping that way? It's not tricking yourself. Your brain is for you to mold and put things in that you want to believe for the most part, right? They are universal truths that are there but for your personal experience a lot of the time you can tell your brain sort of fill your brain with the ideas that you want to take on you just don't have to take on ideas that you don't really want to take on yeah okay i'll try it so (laughs) and then maybe you won't be afraid of the eternal nothingness well yeah i mean it also like uh probably makes you feel a lot better i mean because i think i get pretty I have some anxiety, but uh, like I want to do things and accomplish things. And I feel like we're on limited time here, so I need to make them happen. Sure. And maybe if that was the case where it's like, it's not just eternal nothingness afterwards, then I don't have to stress so much about getting to vlog number 
500 or something, <laughs> you know? Okay. So I can just be lazy and just wait to see what happens after I die. You could take that approach, but I don't think that's innate, right? I think as a being, the innate desires for expansion and for not so much like improving, but discovering new parts of yourself. Yeah. So like I said, as long as it doesn't steal from the present moment, I think then whatever view you have on death is is helpful at least because if you don't if you're not afraid to die or you're not if you're not afraid to die then you will live more Mm -hmm. but not in the reckless sort of idea because i think i'm i'm not afraid to die except when something scary happens right like an almost accident then you're like ah yeah i am afraid to die but not in an all-consuming way about mm. you know doing things to try and prevent this i think for me it's all imminent consuming. death i think i went to too many funerals as a kid i think my parents screwed me up a little bit <laughs> didn't we talk about this before how many funerals podcast maybe mm. but yeah i feel like i went to a, several as a kid <laughs> and i was like well this is what happens i mean we've got to get some shit done around here because this is coming for all of us I saw it in an early age, you guys. Happens early and often. So, So, you know. Yeah. We're on the clock. Let's go. Okay. Happy days. (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What a way to start the year. Um, So no resolutions, just we're on the clock. We're going to (laughs) die. Yeah, pretty much. Do what you need to do. Yeah. No, no resolutions this year, Um, which I think will be a nice change because that way I won't have missed all my goals that I set last year, this year. <laughs> Do you think the reaching of the goals is, I mean, yes, it's important, but the path to the goals is just as important, no? It's more important. So why do you feel, don't feel bad, right? Well, because I wasn't even on, I was like barely on the path to my goals this year. What do you mean? You said you wanted to go play poker in what, five continents? Mm-hmm. You played in what three? Yeah, but we didn't get to any that, you know. I didn't really like make plans specifically to achieve that goal. Mm. That's a problem, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was like it was pointless. Yeah, um, our friend James uh, and I were talking yesterday about potentially running a thousand miles in 2019 mm-hmm. i considered it because i was thinking about it on the last day of the year while i was running i was like oh that'd be cool to sort of you know clock record number of miles then i considered how much i really want to do that and it wasn't that high <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like it's completely doable Sounds but like I, a lot to me it's only about 20 miles a week and you have to run 50 weeks, so you still get two weeks off. That's a lot. I ran two kilometers today. Two kilometers? Yeah. Not even two miles? No. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, because I, I try to run a mile, and then, I mean, I, I do run a mile usually when I go to the gym. And then I notice that you can switch the little uh, scenery thing on the treadmill mm-hmm. to from the track to, like, an island. Mm-hmm. And it marks off all the kilometers, and it's like a 5K. And so, like, at, towards the end of your mile, you only have to go another, like, half a kilometer or something. Right. To get to two kilometers. So, I just decided to get to two. <laughs> the end. Very nice. 
And so, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. That's all you have to say about <laughs> running a thousand miles? Uh, I won't be running a thousand. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. If I didn't have other things that I wanted to do more, then sure. I mean, I think it's a lofty goal, but it's not unachievable because it's really just running like three miles a day. I don't know. I don't. I just don't enjoy running. You enjoy it. I do. Yeah. For me, it's like, I mean, it feels good afterwards, sure, but I don't know if like f- running further would make me feel even better. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, like, if I'm lifting weights, then the whole process feels pretty good. Even lifting heavier weights. Mm-hmm. But like, feels could- good right away. Whereas running, I think, feels good like an hour or two later. Once you're not dying anymore. See, it's a it's just a mindset shift because running feels just as good. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. As once you your body's warmed up, then running should feel good. Not to me. Well, I mean, it does for like half a mile. After your first half mile warm up, right? Sure. So the second half Whatever. mile feels Something better. Like that. So yeah, that's pretty much the same thing. But then at the end, when it you feels first terrible. lift your heavy weight, it feels good. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I will not be running a thousand miles, I don't think, in 2019, but um, running more for sure. Mm -hmm. You're uh, starting to study some poker. (sighs) Yes. I have begun that process, which also makes me wonder, is it too much? Mm, It depends. It depends what you want to get out of it, because I don't think it would require too much to um, get you like to uh, a winning part-time player yeah that's all i want a winning recreational player this stemmed from the whole 21 day thing that i did last year you know so i did the food challenge and i Mm -hmm. did a 21 day no instagram thing so i wanted to continue it and then i was like let's play poker and it's already past 21 days and moving very slowly here but (laughs) what have you learned so far what are you learning about so far I am learning about pre-flop ranges. Nice. Mm-hmm. Early important. position, middle position, mm-hmm. and button ranges. Late position. Late position. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay. Early, middle, late position well, action. Well, that's a very good place to start, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And, yeah, that's 2019. Yeah, that's cool. Anything else you want to say? <laughs> about what? About life? We can talk more about this tournament a little bit. Okay. I mean, there's like, there's high hopes to do well in it. Even like a min cash would be amazing. Um, so, so now we're talking about the tournament that Andrew's going to play <laughs> in the Bahamas. On there's the just one thing. I when, when is the tournament actually? When Starts on Sunday. Okay. So next podcast, something will have happened. Oh, <laughs> no pressure on the podcast. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll take a trip to the Bahamas at least. The cool thing is that we'll be pushed out of our comfort zone because there's a decent chance we'll be sitting with like, you know, these guys with like tens of millions of dollars in career poker winnings and stuff. So we'll be pushed out of our comfort zone and then like whatever the next bigger tournament is, we'll feel like more comfortable, you know? That's pretty good. Yeah. So now you can play a 100K tournament. That's what's going on in my, in my mind. FYI. That's what's going in your mind? Going on in my mind. Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, right? Being out of your comfort zone is good. It's kind of like learning poker 
I was like, I didn't realize how very little I knew about poker. And so that's good. You can actually feel your brain stretch. It's a mm-hmm. good feeling, no? It happens to me. I mean, uh, I've been watching videos and stuff and just hearing much better players talk about poker. There's tons of stuff that I don't know about poker. Yeah, there's tons of stuff that I don't know about anything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think that's I think that's the resolution this year is to have th- that feeling where your brain stretching. You can feel the knowledge, the new synapses forming. That's yeah. a feeling I want all year long. The knowledge. Or the knowledge. Okay. Um, okay. So I think we have a couple of items of listener feedback. Do we? For the new year. Already. Already. That's great news. Okay. Did they write to us at hello at tellspodcast.com? Hello at tellspodcast.com. So from the last podcast episode where we attempted to talk about your feelings, you shut it down. Did I? Yeah. I'm not sure. That's (laughs) my MO, but okay. We got an email from Clay and he says, I wanted to chime in on the conversation when it came to a point pondering if Andrew not dealing with the negative emotions of poker was an issue or not. I think poker works in a different works different than a lot of things in life where you can be doing exactly as planned, perform great and expect to experience negative emotion very regularly. You need to train yourself to not react to your negative emotion. It's more of a meditative exercise in analyzing why you have the emotion and trying to act logically logically how you should knowing your process is in place is correct and in the long run everything is going how it should there's no need to feel negative emotion when you're performing well so dealing with the negative emotion in poker actually involves setting it aside so you can enjoy your life while poker is going how it will always be going all right i agree with most of that not all of it okay um so first of all he said poker is different from a lot of things in life where you can be doing everything exactly as planned performing great and expect to experience negative emotion very regularly Mm. i think that's like life isn't it you can be firing on all cylinders you can be going to the gym you can be succeeding at work you know everything is moving along for you and there could be like a tragedy in the family or something sure and uh that's just gonna happen you know yeah so i mean so it's more like life, you're saying. Yeah. That in the good, there like, might be that negative emotion. And that's also, that's like part of the experience. I mean, I think there's like so many examples. Make it more micro. Like you could be doing really well at your job and doing everything that you're supposed to do. And you find out that you're working for Enron <laughs> or something, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's the best part about things like poker um, is the... The training that it provides you? Right, because if done right and you don't expect it to ruin... You don't allow it to ruin you, then you do have this level of anti-fragility where you experience setbacks, but you can bounce back a lot quicker, Mm -hmm. right? And without... Like he says, you know, you're going to be doing the right things and you can still lose, which is how we all should be taught in life. Yeah. That so. even if you do everything right, you will, you could still lose. But that's not how 
it works in in the world for example like if you when you go to school you only get good grades when you followed the methodology there's no like there's no opportunity to fail when you followed the method i guess so which takes away that right so you then you start playing poker or you start trading or you start doing anything or playing a sport mm-hmm. anything where you can do everything correctly and still lose of mm-hmm. course that's why you won't be able to deal with negative emotion or see it as a bad thing yeah i think it's a i think it's just like a nudge to pay attention to something that you might not have paid attention to cuz even just because it's you've been doing well doesn't mean there's no room for improvement and then i think that's partly why you might get negative emotion yeah could be wrong but yeah i think there's going to be variance in like so many different walks of life areas of life you know things are going to happen you can call it luck or you can refer to it however you want but there's going to be weird things that are out of your control and uh you carry on i know i find it always i always find it so interesting that I don't know. I compartmentalize my life a lot, and I, that's the only way I've sort of known how to manage it. Okay. So I could like have a terrible day, but if I go out into the world, you'll never know that. Sure. You know what I mean? And is that what you're sort of striving for? And I think I learned a lot of that from you because you, even when you came home from the poker room, having lost. I never, I never get the brunt of that, right? Hmm. So, well, well felt, now, now I don't know. Well, I felt terrible. Huh? Well, I felt terrible. You felt terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like you're not feeling terrible. Yeah, which is the other thing that he said, um, which I'm not sure I completely agree with. He says there's no, there's no need to feel negative emotion when you're performing well so dealing with the negative emotion in poker actually involves setting it aside so you can enjoy your life while poker is going how it always will be going um i mean that's like nice and maybe if you want to strive for that or at least more towards that i think that's good but i just don't think you should be like i've said this in the vlogs many times that i don't think you want to like strive for this like robotic sense of a person you're going to have human emotions and you want to do well. And when you don't do well, you're not going to enjoy not doing well, you know? But isn't it also that poker, the part of your edge is that emotion, like being able to read into subtle yeah. cues. And that requires you to be tuned in. Well, sort of. I think the bigger edge is actually not having the emotions change anything about your approach to the game. Instead so, of trying to not have emotions. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So you could, I mean, even if like somebody sees that I'm, uh, that I, you know, got sucked out on in a big hand and I'm not really happy about it, you know, I uh, lost a big pot. They can see that, but, and this might be easier said than done, but I'm not going to like change. I'm going to try to not change the way I'm playing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be playing a ton more hands than I should be. Um, that's not to say that I've never done that. It's <laughs> yeah, who's not done that though? <laughs> yeah, so, um, but these days I feel like I'm I'm pretty well in control. You know, you feel that way. You know, you feel that way, but you still look down at king six suited from under the gun, and you drop it into the muck. Wait for the next hand. Why is that? Because it's not in your playable range. <laughs> <laughs>
holding <laughs> you. <laughs> okay, we got an email from Annie, and she says, "Does Boosie have any interest in playing or learning poker? That would be a fun vlog. If she did, I'm sure she'd already have done it. Just curious. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, you two. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you too, Annie. Sorry, it's a little bit past Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I'm still celebrating. <laughs> I ain't working. Well, it's your birthday in two days, so you're still celebrating. We understand. Mm-hmm. So now you know. Guess we've answered your question. Yeah. Well, are we going to make a vlog about it? About you at the table? I don't know about a vlog. I do. The answer is yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Whenever that happens. You need a few more lessons, and then we'll see about that. Okay. We also got a suggestion from Harry, and Harry says, We know what Andrew does. How about more about Boosie? Harry, send me a question. Ask me anything, <laughs> and I will answer it. Because I don't know, know what, you, what do I say about myself. They want to know what you do with your time, or what? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Send me an actual question and answer it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so send me whatever. Who are you anyway? Who? You? Me? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> well, people want to know sometimes. I trade commodity futures. Yeah. And? So that means I wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning and I come here to the office. I fire up my computer and I look at a bunch of numbers going up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down the screen. Mm-hmm. And then I gamble. Okay. So basically what we all do. 50% chance it goes up, 50% chance it goes down. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Sounds like <laughs> a very break-even endeavor. <laughs> um, what else do you do? And then I make the merch for Andrew's YouTube channel. I record and edit this podcast. Mm-hmm. I run. I do yoga. Yeah, I but read. I mean, you make the merch. I mean, there's a lot that goes into that. That's three words, but it's a very long process. I design the merch, I source the materials, Mm -hmm. get it printed, packaged, sent out to all the fine folks that are watching the videos and listening to the podcast. So you're welcome. If you like your merch, you're welcome. I read, (laughs) I yoga, I run, hang out with friends. Uh, You do some more behind the scenes stuff for the channel. I advise Andrew on... All the dumb things that he wants to do. <laughs> yep. Keep him from doing silly things on <laughs> yes. those the vlog. Very true. Yeah. I mean, I always want to learn new things. So I've always got like 15 side projects going on at the same time. And now I'm trying to learn poker too. I don't know, man. Seems like a lot. Okay. There you go. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't know where you find the time. Well, if I keep getting left behind when you go to the Bahamas, plenty of time. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, that's all the time we have, folks. I think that's all the time we have for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe. Yes? Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you find your podcasts. And if you have any questions or would like some relationship advice Mm. or have a comment on anything we've spoken about on this podcast, Mm -hmm. please write to us at hello at tellspodcast.com. Mm-hmm. And hopefully when Andrew comes back, he'll start making those, we'll start getting some guests on this show sometimes. Okay. I'm sure that could be arranged. Yeah. Sure. So 
So happy new year. Happy new year. Happy 2019. Thanks for being here with us on Tells in 2019. Yes, we love having you. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.